This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 307, Hypermiling, Expert Driving to Save 25% on Gas, part two, by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. And I am Dan, your personal narrator for today and every weekday here on Optimal Finance Daily. Today's post is a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here or if you're bouncing around and sampling uh, what we have here at Optimal Finance Daily, I would definitely go back one episode to hear the first part, which is episode 306. Otherwise, this one, uh, you'll be starting in the middle and it won't make all that much sense to you. And before we get into it, if you didn't know already, you can connect with other like-minded people and be in more bonus raffles if you join our Facebook group. Just come by oldpodcast.com Facebook and request access to join. And I'm gonna tell you a little more about that at the end of the episode. So for now, let's sit back, relax, get right into our post from MMM as we optimize your life. Hypermiling, expert driving to save 25% on gas, part two by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. Number two, highway driving style. Your car gets its best fuel economy somewhere between 25 and 65 miles per hour. It varies widely based on engine size and transmission type, but it's safe to say that you're always wasting plenty of gas, at least 15% over peak fuel efficiency, if you get all the way up to 75 miles per hour. Of course, if you were seriously in a rush, it may make sense to burn the extra gas. On cross-country road trips with multiple people, I always go at least this fast because the extra cost is small compared to the collective benefit of everyone getting there faster. But when you are going 75, you should always have this song playing in your head. I am Mr. Fancy, I am in a hurry. My time is so valuable that I'm wasting gas. Wasting gas, wasting gas, look out world, I'm wasting gas. Tomorrow I will save some gas, but today I'm wasting gas. If you don't like my song, you can substitute Mrs. for Mr. above or even write your own and send it in. At least 50% of your highway fuel is being used to push air out of the way. You can cut your wind load significantly by simply drafting behind a transport truck. I find that if I hang back at a very safe distance, two seconds of road space, so the truck trailer looks about one and a half times bigger than my thumb held at arm's length, my fuel efficiency instantly jumps by 20%. While crossing the country in my van, this trick saves me about $20 of fuel per driving day. You can get bigger savings by drafting closer, but only if you enjoy danger. Logically, it's not worth risking a crash for an extra one to $2 per hour of fuel savings. At the safe distance, however, the ride is nice. Truckers are expert drivers and they move consistently and anticipate road conditions well in advance. Three, engines waste gas when they're cold. When a car first starts, the engine is cold. I found that for the first several minutes, the fuel consumption for light driving is actually double what it would be with a warm engine. The idle fuel consumption in my Scion is 0.39 gallons per hour when cold, but only 0.15 gallons per hour when warm. A similar effect occurs during acceleration. So people who use cars incorrectly for bike-compatible errands are effectively paying $8 per gallon for their gas. To avoid this, you simply use your car only for major trips or at least consolidate errands so the engine stays warm in between them. Avoiding constant hot-cold cycles is also part of my secret to keeping cars healthy for 20-plus year lifespans. Four, engines are most efficient under fairly high throttle at low RPMs. Have you ever heard of pulse and glide? It's a counterintuitive trick used by hypermilers when breaking world efficiency records. They put the car in its highest gear and accelerate up to highway speed. Then they put the car in neutral or even turn it off to coast down to a moderately low speed. Repeating this up-down cycle actually uses less gas than rolling along at an intermediate speed because the engine is more efficient when working harder for short intervals 
than it is working lightly forever. This is also why cars with less powerful engines tend to have higher fuel efficiency even if all other factors are equal, because the small engine is working in a more efficient part of its power range during typical driving. In real life, you can take advantage of this fact by keeping your car in the highest gear possible for the situation, and always ordering the smallest engine possible, never the V8 or V6 option, since even the smallest and least powerful car in the US is still ridiculously fast. Five, coasting in neutral saves only a little bit of gas and only on certain hills. If you go down a hill and put the car in neutral, you are using only the power needed to idle the engine. Pretty good, since at 60 miles per hour, a mid-sized car will get about 200 mpg in this situation. If you leave your car in gear and take your foot off the gas at high speed, you're actually using zero fuel. This is because the car detects that no fuel is needed to keep the engine running. The wheels are turning it via the transmission. So it cuts off the injectors completely. This saves between 0.15 and 0.5 gallons per hour depending on engine size, which is significant if you do a lot of coasting as I do. Now, the neutral coaster will end up coasting further and faster than the in-gear coaster because coasting in-gear sucks up lots of energy, which is also known as engine braking. So on a long, gentle hill where you need to be in neutral to maintain speed, you save fuel by being in neutral. On a steeper hill like a mountain road where the engine braking is actually useful, you will use less gas being in gear. But overall, we are talking fairly small amounts of fuel of less than $1 per hour of coasting, not worth fretting or risking safety over. I still coast in neutral on remote country roads because it's fun, even in the automatic transmission van, but not in the city or the mountains. In the manual transmission car, I use neutral much more often in city driving since going to neutral is instantaneous in a manual. In this case, there are many times you want maximum coasting distance with zero engine braking. Six, when should I turn off my engine? Always. As noted above, you're wasting 60 cents to $1.80 in fuel per hour of idling and you save fuel by shutting off the engine for any event longer than 10 seconds. So, no idling in the parking lot while someone runs into the store. No idling in the drive through Actually, no drive throughs at all, as they are a stupid invention. And if you get stopped for a train or a ridiculously long traffic light, you can even shut off the engine for that. Of course, it's only three to nine cents of fuel to idle for a three-minute light, and it's surely a bad idea to pull this stunt in front of a police car. But sometimes the joy of just sitting in a silent car wasting zero gas at the longest light in history is worth the effort. Someday, I'll have an electric car or hybrid so this happens automatically. Seven, hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part two of the post titled Hypermiling, Expert Driving to Save 25% on Gas by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. And I will finish up this post for you in tomorrow's show And if you have any strong thoughts about today's content, uh, you can comment on the original post or you can share your opinion with us in our Facebook group. Both positive comments and constructive criticism about our podcasts are always welcome. Plus, we do those extra book giveaways in that group. So to join, search for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts in Facebook and request to join or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook and that will take you right to it. I will be back tomorrow with you to finish up this post, so stay tuned for that in the Wednesday show where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, 
come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.